Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give it a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Hannah Brown. She's an LA-based actress, writer, and host of the awesome pop culture podcast, Brown-Eyed Unicorn. Welcome! Hi, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. I mean, okay. One, how did you get the name for your show? It's so cute. I love it. Oh my God. You're actually going to love this. Okay. Because I know we both interviewed Abby Manzo. So we're no stranger to the Manzo family. Yeah. I want and to have I sex with him. Was yes. a, wait, what? I just want to have sex with him. That's why I tried to get him on. Didn't work. Literally same. We both had an agenda and we <laughs> both failed. And then he went on to say that his celebrity crush was Olivia Colbo. And then I lost uh, all respect. But okay. that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but I was obsessed with Lexi, Dina's daughter. Ooh, and yeah. she has a blog called Boho Chicken. And I remember like years ago in Chicago, I was like, what can I call my blog? I love the notion of like an adjective and then like an animal. And I was like, <laughs> well, I have brown eyes. And then in college, my nickname was the unicorn only because... All of college, I was a virgin, and the, like, two straight guys in the theater department were like, we can't have sex with her. We don't understand. So they <laughs> called me the unicorn, and then I was like, and also I'm Jewish. So I just sort of combined the words, and I was, like, really bored at a serving job. And then I asked my, like, fellow servers, like, what do you think of this? Does that roll off the tongue? And they were like, yeah. And then I was like, cool. That's a really beautiful origin story, I think. <laughs> I think more people. Honestly, need to- I just want to meet Lexi Manzo or Lexi, whatever her last name is. I'd be like, thank you so much, girl, for the inspiration. I forgot about her. I had to unfollow her after a while. I'm like, okay, I get it. You're traveling all the time. You're very smart. You're very beautiful, and you owe- and you have a rotating like flock of like attractive boyfriends. Every six months, you, you return it. You return one and get like a newer, better, hotter version. So I was like, this is an unfollow. Literally, so true. <laughs> and her natural tan, like I to have that deep bronze and glow i have to like have 50 layers of spray tan and lexi it's just like oh, i went to the hamptons for a couple of days and like 
I was like, I can't with you. Well, her dad is Greek, so she probably has like that Mediterranean skin just like automatically. And then yeah. also like, yeah, like the ability to like constantly being like, I'm in the south of France again. Like, okay. I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's just jump right into news. Vanderpump Rules season eight is coming soon. We don't know when it's coming back. Ryan Bailey, who I know you're friends with, came on the show a couple yeah. of weeks ago and he was like he was so certain he's like this time last year the trailer was out and i'm like okay but we still haven't gotten gotten the new trailer yet but this week the entire cast plus the newbies shot the cast photo at sir the infamous sir cast photo which i can't wait to see that but we have a couple newbies mm-hmm. supposedly some chick named janet elizabeth is coming in as sheena's confidant and main girl which mm-hmm. i kind of think she needs i feel like sheena like has no one <laughs> yeah sheena's kind of always on like a little island of sheena by herself and even when adam was like in it with her he like seemed like he was irritated by her 100 percent of the time so like she does need an ally but also like the name janet reminds me of like my second grade teacher so like i'm interested to see like what like sexy young energy someone named janet can bring to the table it's like someone named like esther joining the cast you know what i mean yeah or like um Ingrid or like some like I feel like there was a girl on Bachelor yes. named Ingrid and it was like you're so hot you're so beautiful but your name is Ingrid so like by default I'm like not I'm not attracted but yeah Janet evidently like you're giving me mom energy yeah but like even older like this is like creepy Aunt Janet like Aunt Janet like is just not yeah. who I really want to be hanging out with or like serving me at a restaurant but we don't really know much right. about her they just say they've been friends for years and she's one of Sheena's best friends which it's like kind of sad because we always were positioned to think that like Ariana and Sheena were best friends. But in the past few seasons, I feel mm-hmm. like Ariana is like slowly like moonwalking away from Sheena and like trying to kind of become a witch of WeHo or even like start her own yeah. cult with Stassi. I feel like the two of them could really join forces. I think Ariana is a brilliant business person. And I have, I think that she is like, amicable with the entire cast but then has like real life friends outside the show and like really just does it like for the show i like truly don't think she's that close with any of them but that's just like my hypothesis no i totally think you're right and i think i was reading on something that like she like has muted jacks on all these social media sites and that they kind of are like all right yeah like we get it like as much as we're you know quote-unquote friends like we're also kind of co-workers so you know, yeah. I'm being friends with you out of obligation and out of a paycheck. But yeah, Ariana and Jack exactly. really having much. They don't really have much in common. I don't. I don't see much going on between. Well, Ariana's them. a cool, intelligent person, and Jax is a fucking dumb fuck. So, like, yeah, they have like nothing in common. <laughs> Accurate. So, Jax actually, speaking of him, he said to People Magazine, "I've only hung out with one of them. The other ones are extremely young, very naive to the whole situation. To me, some of them seem a little thirsty. Like he is just like a grumpy old grandpa at this point. Like so jelly that like new young people are kind of coming in and like slowly will be." phasing him out which i think is the reality of the situation and oh a hundred percent well i and think like also like jacks jacks using the word thirst is hilarious to me i'm like says the dude who is literally plugging something different on instagram like every other post like you and Brittany are the definition of thirst and like any like healthy person that wasn't in it for the money would have been out of that relationship long ago so i'm like <laughs> let's not like throw stones at glass houses sir i'm gonna be blocked on twitter by tomorrow but i don't really care he blocked me once because i was like how dare you make f-? i was like you're a 40 year old man picking on t- raquel who's 20 22 years old i'm like literally just graduated college 
immediate block. I'm like, can't you just like see what people are saying and like listen to it? Like maybe obviously like no. trolls are trolls. And like I was tro- like, I don't go on Twitter, but like I consciously was like, I got to get on Twitter for this one. Like this is a thought like and, you know, immediate yes. block, which was hard, but <laughs> which is hard for me. But you know what? I don't I don't need to see his tweets. He probably um has nothing really important to say. <laughs> but we have a couple It's truly like he's the he's the Donald Trump of <laughs> the cast. I'm so sorry, keep going. No, no, no. So we have a couple other newbies, supposedly a guy named Max Boyens, who's the new Tom Tom manager. He's gonna have a big role on the show. He is like, I think, aligning himself with like Schwartzy because they've been posting together. He supposedly hooks up mm. with multiple women who are employees at the various sir the various LVP restaurants. And that has, quote, caused a lot of tension amongst the cast. So I wonder who he's hooked up with. Probably Sheena. I feel like Sheena's kind of like the only, well, the only single one that we yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say I love when things get messy and people start fucking. Nothing does more for a Vanderpump Rules plot line than horny hot people banging each other. So I'm excited <laughs> to see what this Max and his you know, penis brings to the table. <laughs> well, I hope Max and his penis bring something interesting because Adam and his penis brought nothing except that one scene where, you know, Sheena's like snorting like lavender oil and like in Mima's bosom. Like that was thanks mm-hmm. to Adam. But other than that, he brought absolutely nothing but like a limp dick and like no personality to screen. That's very true. And I want to say that I used to work at a serving job with Adam. Oh. Um, not at Sir. Yeah. Um, and he was very aloof, very nice, but very boring. And I asked him, I was like, when, or after, after the like penguin episode happened, when she was like, I bought him a penguin. Oh like, ah. I was like, Adam, like, did, like, have you gone to see the penguin? And he just goes, yeah, with somebody else. So that's some insider scoop. <gasps> oh my God. That's heartbreaking though. Where he's like, yeah, this other girl bought me this penguin, but now look, it's our penguin. Oh, yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> I feel bad for Sheena because I do think she has like a big heart and like, I feel like she's a little naive and she, she's someone who like believes in fairy tales, you know, I, in a way, yeah. you know, I think she like thinks like she believes like people are good or it's like, no, like. Adam, Adam never liked you. Like that's never been the case, but I guess we'll see this season yeah. who she's ending up with. She's been like rumored with all of those bachelor guys. I'm like, Oh God. Oh mm-hmm. God. <laughs> Demario like is not the man mm-hmm. you should be aligning yourself with, <laughs> but. Oh, a hundred percent. Did you see her? She posted on Instagram today, but she was in Vegas and she was wearing these pants. Oh, oh I saw that. Um, that were like, <laughs> yes, with like the strings on the side. Her body is like unreal. I will not disagree with that. But she was like, the caption was like, watches euphoria once. Yeah. And I tweeted this because I believe this very strongly. I just want to say that Evie from 13 and Manny from Degrassi oh. walked so that Sheena and Maddie from euphoria could run. That is no truer words have ever been said on this show. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I was like, that's a really profound thought, and I want to share it with the world. No, that is incredibly <laughs> profound. And, yeah, Sheena does look amazing. You guys, I'll post this on the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram because she looks incredible. I mean, the pants are outrageous, and the shoes are mortifying, but nonetheless, uh-huh. looking gorge. Totally, 100%. And then we have another newbie on the cast, Brett Caprioni, who is, I guess, aligning himself with James Kennedy based on photos from the cast photo shoot, whatever. So I don't know anything about him, but let's see if I can get any, like, pics at least. Like, is he hot? 
Oh, wait a minute. I think one time I was at a social event with this man and he wasn't very nice. And so he'll probably be great on the show. Wow. Oh, He I... wasn't very friendly and he was very into himself. Oh, he's perfect for the cast then. Exactly. He'll fit in great. Also, I, I think that James really needs an ally like the same way Sheena does. We're like, I will not stand for another season of that entire group of people bullying James. Like, it's just played out at this point. And also, like, James brings more entertainment value to the show than, like, Jack's times 10. So it's, like, enough. Like, he shouldn't go anywhere. We need him. I agree. Like, if anything, I think, like, James and his family, like, need a spinoff. Like, it might get, like, very, very dark um, at certain points with, like, the mom and the dad of it all. But, like... Their family mm-hmm. dynamic, James, Raquel. I love like Raquel and James. Like, I-, I think their relationship is kind of, you know, a little strange just to kind of see like, what do you two have together? But whatever, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. all over the press, it's like, James is like, well, we might be the next ones to get married. It's like, no, you're not. Like, that's crazy. I know. Raquel is like literally a sim. Like she's like, remember that movie like Simone with Al Pacino where like Sim was like, or Simone was like this perfect like woman like in a computer. It's from like 1999. Raquel is like literally a simulation of a human being. And I think at any minute, like her hologram is going to like get fucked up. And like, so I don't know. I don't know if he can physically put a ring on that finger. He would have to like program one onto her finger because like she's not a real person. Well, I can't remember what podcast I heard about where they were talking about how she like needs to be like reprogrammed every season. And like every season there's like a new chip put in her and she kind of like has That's this new personality. That's probably podcast. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Oh, my God. I love mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. Laura's the best. The best. Well, moving on to other news, but staying in California, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Teddy Mellencamp has had the gender reveal we have been all waiting for. She's having a baby girl. Yay! <laughs> Do you like Teddy? Um, not after this season. <laughs> I think she, her and Kyle were very unlikable together and very annoying. But also, like, I don't know. It, it's all things have to be edited a certain way. So like, I'm sure she's fine IRL, but I just thought she was really annoying this past season. Yeah. I and have... pregnancy can't change that for me. <laughs> I think pregnancy, if anything, makes it worse. Like, because then it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. don't y'all, the baby can hear. Like, ugh, no. Also, fucking pregnant Teddy looks like me after I eat like a burrito. So it's like a little bit irritating to watch on the social, but like very happy for her. Well, yeah, she's been going through like her whole thing where she'll post like a photo of her in like four inch heels and like nothing but a baby bump and like a, what are the, yes. what are those like, um, Jessica Simpson thongs? Like, what are the, I wear them. I don't know why I can't think of the name of it, but I don't know, like a lacy thong. And she's like, finally so proud of my pregnant body. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's just one dinner, like at an Indian restaurant where you like eat too much naan. Like there's, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no bulge, but Hey, she's already obviously opened up about like her eating issues. So people have been raking her over the coals, uh, on like Reddit and all these websites about like, is that baby malnourished? I'm like, let's not jump to conclusions. Yeah. Like let's come on. Like, I wonder if, like, if her baby is, like, late or early, if she'll, like, immediately give it a talking to about, like, accountability and, like, being on time. <laughs> oh, my God. I love yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that montage where, like, Dorit was, like, it was, like, 21 minutes late, 32 minutes late, 
47 uh-huh. minutes late. <laughs> like, and it's like, just it's chill awesome. out. Drink your wine. Like, she's like, I got a babysitter. It's like, what, did you get the babysitter for an hour? Like, <laughs> like I think you could right? chill. But. Bring a book. Have some fun. I would love, I would love, like, if I were Teddy, I would have thanked her and been like, oh, my God, thank you. I got an extra hour away from my kids to, like, drink Prosecco in silence. Like, I really appreciate <laughs> that time. I feel like Teddy's someone who, like, can't sit in silence, though, like, with her own thoughts. Like, she's just no. doesn't no, no, seem no. like that. She's not there yet in her um, growth stage. <laughs> totally, 100%. Well, staying in California, Gina Kirschneider from The Real Housewives of OC has herself a new man's. She posted a photo with him on Instagram with the caption, always find a reason to laugh. It may not... <laughs> It may not add years to your life, but it will surely add life to your years. Fucking profound. Wow. Cool. (laughs) Gina. Get it, girl. So his name is Travis. He's hot. He's really hot. Travis is like a good looking dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy for her. She deserves a hot guy. I mean, Matt was banging. Obviously, he was banging other people, but he was still really, really good looking. So she can evidently get a hot dude. But Gina's beautiful. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying she's not, but the bangs she's been sporting lately. She went on Watch What Happens Live, I think like this week or last week. She's got like the side bangs, and it's definitely a look. Oh. It's definitely a new look. So, <laughs> wait, I'm gonna Google that really quick because I want to see these. I want to see these alleged bangs. I stay on the periphery with Orange County, but honestly, this season's been really fun so far. So I might this might be enough to get me back into it. Yeah, this yeah, season a side bang. That's like very early 2000s. Yeah, it's definitely a look. I think she's been. You know, I think people always say like, you know. What you're doing with your hair is indicative of how you're doing mentally. And I think when she went like very sure. bleach blonde, that was a sign. And now she's like, you know what? I'm going to double down and get beach bleach mm-hmm. blonde bangs. <laughs> it's like, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Bangs are always like, it's, you have to do a wellness check when someone gets bangs, especially like a straight across bang. It's like, Ooh. do you follow? It's like Joe Keery from Stranger Things just got bangs. And I'm like, dude, are you well? Really? Now I'm like, yeah, <laughs> looking at and his- I don't think it was for <gasps> a role. I think it's because he's like focusing on his music. Did you Google it? Oh my God. His bangs. I know. I know. He looks like a long lost beetle. He looks like Ringo Starr, CDH. And oh I'm just God. like, what have you done? I saw what him on New Year's this year. He was beautiful in person. You saw him at New Year's? Yeah. He, we kissed out when the ball dropped. Um, no, we did not. But oh I God. was at the same bar as him. <laughs> and I was like, wait. That's amazing. Yeah. That's- was he with his girlfriend, Micah? I don't know. I mean, actually, I don't think he was with a girl because... I would have noticed. I was staring at him the whole night, but he was definitely not with a girl. So hmm, maybe I really, I really Trouble lost my paradise. chance. <laughs> right? But yeah. we don't know much about this Travis guy. But the photo she posted of the two of them on Instagram, like she has the like Italian death grip on his arm. She's like, "Do not move!" And like they have like these big smiles, but like her claws are just clawing into his arm. I'm like, "Yes, I love that for you, Gina." Keep so him. True. Hold him. Yes. I love that for her, too. <laughs> Gina needs a win. She's had a rough She's had a rough go recently. And granted, it's, like, completely of her own doing. But, like, still, I want to see her happy because she's so well-meaning. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I totally, like, I, I don't find her malicious, whereas, like, Tamara Judge and Vicky Gumbelson, uh, even Shannon, like, I find them to be, like, malicious, a little calculated, and I think Gina is just, like... I came on this show for fun and, you know, I'm a mom, mm-hmm. I make mistakes, whatever. But, yeah, I don't think Gina has, like, any malintent when it comes to, like, the other women. No, I agree. Well, get a girl. I want to know more about him. I wonder – well, supposedly he has, like, young kids too. So maybe they're doing, like, a Brady Bunch situation, which would kind of be cute because – That would be cute. <laughs> I would like to see him on the next season if it lasts. Like, I, I want to – like you know how I always make this reference I've done it a million times but it just applies to a lot of different situations so bear with me but you know how like in the first Sex in the City movie like Miranda was like a fucking downer like she didn't want to fuck and like Steve was cheating on her mm-hmm. and like she was just kind of like blah and then in the second movie in Abu Dhabi she got to be like the most fun that's like what I that's the kind of arc I want to see like on Bravo it was like we saw stop maybe like Patrick and be like you know, mentally, like, mind fucks her season. And then the next season, we have to be happy with both. So, like, with Gina, it's, like, this is her shit show season where everything's bad. Mm-hmm. And then I want to see the next season be, like, her next season be, like, her redemption season where she gets to, like, you know, have a hot boyfriend and, like, live her bliss. Totally. I mean, I think, like, that's just, like, life in general where it's, like, yeah, there are ups and downs, but it does suck when there's, like, a camera mm-hmm. crew filming, like, your DUI hearing and, like, <laughs> you know, like, that's obviously not ideal, like, for what you'd want the world to see, but just kind of comes with the territory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not ideal. Oof. Also, like, even, like, fucking Shannon, I really can't stand for this season, and it's, like, this is supposed to be, like, her fun season. Like, she had, like, five consecutive, like, bummer seasons, and now she's supposed to be fun, and then she's still, like, fucking whining over getting bopped on the head with a mallet. And I'm like, you just lighten the fuck up. She's like, my eye, it's weird. Off. Yeah, I yeah. I wanted her to be fun this season. I wanted us to see her dating and going out. But, like, yes. she's being so cryptic. And, like, in their whole trip with Tamiraval, she's like, you guys, let's just get together. Like, let's be friends. Like, let's take this negativity out of our lives. It's like, what are you talking about? You're not saying anything. You're not doing anything. Like, you're fueling the fire with Vicky. And then you're going back to the other girls and fueling the fire. I'm like, what are you? what is your purpose on this show this year? Other than just to ideally have to promote, you know, happiness and not negativity. It's like, yeah, girl, as you just said, like, it's been five years of you being exclusively negative. Like, oh, now you're trying to, like, hit a gong bowl and, like, talk about what you're grateful for? It's like, okay, girl, okay. Yeah, it's it's unbearable, and I just, like, want (laughs) to salute Kelly Dodd for, like, how much she brings to the show because it's like, yeah, she, like, can be really fucking batshit and say some really wild things, but my God, is she fun to watch. She She's is a puppet and everyone's a master. <laughs> She's like dynamic on screen. Like you, at least I go watch, like I watch her and I go from 
loving her to hating her, then back to loving her, and then back to hate her. Like, it is a constant flip-flop. It's kind of like Ramona Singer from The Real Housewives of New York, where one moment I'm like, you're a trash person, and the next I'm like, but you're lovable, Mm -hmm. and you sat and, like, read on the couch while Bethany was, like, bleeding out in the other room. I'm like, I love that for you. Like, that's, you know, a Mm -hmm. nice person. Like, I guess, but I guess it's all people, too. Like, you know, obviously everyone has their, you know, bad side that comes out. But, you know, Kelly's is just, like, you know, aggressive and and deciding to do it on the Internet. I love it. She's like, I didn't call you ugly. And, like, the tweets come up where it's like, you ugly pig bitch. I'm like, uh, okay. Oh, totally. (laughs) Like, okay, yeah. Fully untethered. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so good. So, so good. Coming out of Charleston, Craig Conover from Southern Charm has a new business venture. He is opening up the first and only Mexican sushi restaurant in Charleston called Mezu. And (laughs) this is a a new concept that has never been brought to uh, Charleston, which I I don't know why it ever would have been. Um, Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So he said in a statement, I grew up in restaurants and bartended for six years of my life. It's been always a good, it's always been a goal of mine to become more involved in the food and beverage industry once I was more established, which this is all new to me. I didn't know he was interested in opening up a restaurant. Me neither. I mean, he's a man of many interests. He's He's a renaissance man. I would never in my life want to consume Mexican food and sushi at the same time. That is like an asshole on fire waiting to happen. (laughs) Exactly. My butthole is clenching as I talk about it. I don't don't need it. No, no. But he's he's the king of like an ill-conceived, like half-assed business plan. And I hope I'm wrong on this one because he's very excited about it. But if it's anything like those first attempts at pillows with the clip art and like the dog and the palm tree for Patricia, like I, I just, the bar is low in my mind. Yeah, I definitely don't know how this is going to go or like at what capacity he's actually going to be working there. He has a partner who's mm-hmm. like an established restaurateur in the city. So at least he has someone with like a little bit of guidance. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think like bartending for six years and then like running a restaurant like are probably two very different things. Obviously, you know, he's privy to like mm-hmm. the ins and outs of what's going on. But yeah, like restaurants are like not the industry you go in where you're like, oh, I'm really going to make a killing. Like, I'm going to make tons of money. This is going to be my forever gig. Like, it's... it's Right. (laughs) Well... Totally, 100%. I mean, it's kind of like Tom Sandoval being like, well, I bartended for years and years, but I'm a girl at a bar. And he's like, you don't know what you're doing. And, like, I still to this day don't really think he knows what he's doing, but he's like, the face of Job Job, which is, like, good enough. So maybe that'll be a similar journey for Craig. (laughs) I mean, at least Tom Sandoval, like bartended tom schwartz is just like rolled over one day and was like i guess i'm the owner of a restaurant like uh, must be nice yeah schwartzy must be nice must be nice well he's gonna be competing now with naomi's family's restaurant nico which like looks so chic on the show i'm always kind of wanting to go and like eat oysters and hang out with naomi and her cool french parents yes and like drink rose yes. and like eat seafood and like sit outside and yeah like he was like naomi and her like chic french mom like i'm obsessed with her and her family i love them all i totally agree i love her i was re-watching like old season she's like yeah when me and my family want to talk shit we just speak french i'm like oh my god why isn't my like french minor from college like working when the two of them speak together i'm like i immediately forget everything and just like focus in on the mom's like cool short haircut i'm like i can't focus (laughs) yeah i don't yeah i think nico is what's up and like i don't 
I don't see how <laughs> I'm interested to see like, well, like how this unfolds on the show. And if Naomi like throws like thick shade about it, because I'm like, we all know she will. Oh, of course. Naomi, for someone who like piggybacked on Craig to get onto the show, she's really made her made a name for herself because she's got that yes. like Amazon clothing line, whatever, like, uh, you know, she's got that dress line. She's got Nico, you know, she's, she's doing big things for you yeah. know, kind of being a nobody. And then I'm, that, sometimes I've like read things where people are like, she just was using Craig to get on the show to get money and get this. I was like, I don't think so. Like she doesn't really seem like so someone who would do that. No, when they were like good, they were really fucking cute together. But then I just think like, he just was such like a clusterfuck of a person that eventually she was like over it. And I don't know like how I feel about Matul. I think he kind of like talks down to her, which I don't really appreciate, but like, I also understand his appeal in stark contrast to like Craig and the way he like leads his life. Totally. There was, there will nothing, never be anything funnier than when chef was like, maybe he talks down to you because of his culture. And she's like, he was born in Atlanta or like wherever. And he's like, but he's Indian. Like that whole conversation was just so loaded in like white privilege from Shep. I'm like, oh my God, this is hard to hear. Even Cameron being like, like right? Like she was saying, oh yeah, we don't have exotic men like that here. I'm like exotic. Oh my God. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Your pedicured foot in your goddamn mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking terrible. I can't. Oh my god. Well, speaking of exotic men, Joe Giudice, the husband of Teresa Giudice from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, is officially moving to Italy instead of... So everybody knows that he was sentenced to jail back in 2016, and he's been in there for like two years. He was released in March and then was transferred into ICE custody. And now a panel of judges have decided to approve his request to move to Italy rather than staying in ICE custody, which like not bad. My dude's going to be like drinking Lambrusco, like hanging out, having like a Cacio e Pepe moment, like in about 48 hours. So like I don't have a family, but uh, hey, at least I have like... Um, Italy, like it's not bad. Yeah, meatballs and cheese and like focaccia <laughs> to keep you warm at night. Like oh, I'll take it. God, I want to be deported to Italy. I know what a blast. <laughs> <laughs> again, like again, like with the Teddy Mellon camping. Like, thank you so much for giving me time away from my kids. Like, I don't know. I'm no shade. I I love Teresa and I love her kids. Honestly, like I know they're all like a fucking trip, but they've done so much for reality TV. But like. I would imagine Melania can be a little exhausting. So, like, he's just taking a little vacation to regroup and recharge. And then hopefully he'll be back and better than ever. I don't think he's coming back. I feel like at this point, like, if they were going to get any special treatment, it would have happened by now. And, you know, even the fact that, like, his appeal process took so long, I think because it was in the public eye, of course, they had to be a little bit, you know, like, he's in ICE custody, which is, like, where people from, like, Syria are who came here because they're, like, refugees. Like, he's, like, not in a good place right now. Like, he definitely would prefer to be in prison, like, other than... I'm a dumb fuck. I don't know how this works. Like, the whole, like, deportation thing. I saw the proposal, and that's about the extended, like, the extent of what I know about this. So, like, when you get deported, like, is it just because he didn't have, like, the proper paperwork to, like, be a citizen of this country? Or, like, how does that work? So he was born in Italy and then moved over here when he was a kid, but then decided to never get any proper citizenship. But, like, in addition to, like, not getting any of the proper citizenship, like, he was 
you know, we saw at one point on the show, like using his brother's ID and information to get loans. Like, you know, he was doing all of this fraud, obviously, Uh, in addition to not being a citizen. So he was probably taking people's identity. Like that's, I think, how Teresa got roped into this because she's a citizen. So, you know, uh, he could use her information and use her social security number to get all these loans, to get all this uh, paperwork and documents signed. And all she had to do was sign her name. So, you know, she didn't know what the fuck she was signing. And so I think that's another reason why, you know, he never got his citizenship because he was like, well, I keep, you know, escaping the law and I keep being a shady motherfucker with my business. So like, why am I going to go and, you know, put myself on the radar with the U S government? And, you know, there's tax fraud too, which like can easily come from, he might've been using like shady social security numbers during all of this paperwork. So I think he has like layers and layers of fraud, which is kind of why the U S government is like, fuck you, my dude. Like you came on this, you came like your wife decided to come on this show, which put all your skeletons out there. And, you know, you don't get special treatment just because, you know, your wife knows Donald Trump from The Apprentice. <laughs> that I, is why you have some major balls to be that shisey and then voluntarily put yourself in the public eye. Also, like I do, like all jokes aside, I really do feel for all of like their kids. Oh, that's course. like really fucking rough. Like poor Gia had to grow up in like five minutes. And I just think back to that time, that season where, like, Joe and Teresa were, like, really at it. And she sang that song where she was, like, wake up in the morning, thinking about so many things. Just wish things could get better. Like, poor Gia. Uh, I know. Uh, and it's sad because, like, you know, she was kind of privy to everything. And they were acting as if she didn't know what was going on. So, you know she had to grow up so quickly where she's like, yeah, I'm like 10 years old, but I do have Google and my friends at school talk about this stuff. And clearly it's happening on television. Like I know what's going on, you know? And I always felt like they were trying to protect them obviously, but it gets to a certain point where it's like the jig is up. Like Gia knows that like camp isn't um, summer camp. It's it's prison. With oh god, those poor girls are going away. He's going away. That's what they love to say. He went away. (laughs) So sad. (laughs) Well, we are going to end the show on a fun, exciting note. Gigi, I can never pronounce it. Gigi, whatever from Shaws of Sunset has confirmed that she is having a baby we don't know the sex of said baby and she's currently single but plans to raise this baby on her own i think last season she was talking about how like she's ready to have a kid and here she is she used a sperm donor and successfully completed a round of ivf back in august and now she's pregnant (laughs) i love like a modern woman that's like i want to have a baby so i'm gonna fucking do it by myself because i want to i'm like you go bonessa i'm really interested see what type of mom she's going to be because you know like remember when Nicole Richie got pregnant and everyone was like Nicole Richie was so hot shit on TV like how the fuck is she going to pull this off and now she's like the best mom ever yeah. I really think that could be like a similar trajectory for Gigi I agree and Gigi comes from my great parents so you know she'll have like the support of her own mom and dad who will definitely be there to help mm-hmm. this kid and I don't know she made the quote if I'm lucky to meet someone who I vibe with and it works that's great but I'm not interested in getting married in the future and don't necessarily see myself with a forever life partner my forever will be my child and I just love that like I think this is a good step for her because we saw the last couple seasons she was like completely spiraled 
spiraling. And then this past season, like where she was like into like her CBD thing or like her weed business, Wusa or whatever it was called. And you know, you saw that like PowerPoint presentation where she was just clearly like stoned out of her mind, you know, like kind of grasping for straws, like trying to be this professional, like trying to figure out what is best for her and maybe a baby is best for her because clearly work is not. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's, it's something different motivates everyone. And like, I think if she's motivated by motherhood, good for her and she should go on and get it. I'm really interested to see like when this child is born and like is growing into a small human, like if she's going to show them her knife collection and teach them how to stab people. Like, I think that would be really entertaining to watch. I think she's going to have to get like a key for the knife collection. Like, you know how like people put like those plastic things over like uh, the light, uh, like sockets in the wall. She's going to definitely need to like Mm -hmm. baby proof her knife room. I I hope. (laughs) Yes. I have to say, though, if there's one thing that would motivate me to be even more invested in a knife collection, if I had one, it would be having a child. Like, I would be, if anyone broke into my house, I'd be ready to, like, wield a fucking dagger and then, like, go full, like, Lara Croft and just, like, throw it at them into their eye. You know what I mean? Totally. I feel like she has, like, one of those, like, um, leather bands around her calf, like, that just can hold a knife. And at all times, she has a knife on her. (laughs) Yes. I want honestly gold. I need one of those. Right. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Hannah, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people find you and listen to your awesome show? Well, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. I can't think of a better way to spend my Saturday <laughs> than to kiki about Bravo. Uh, but feel free to follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and my podcast is called Brown Eyed Junicorn. That's Jew like Jewish, not <laughs> June like the month of June. Um, and head to browneyedunicorn.com for some Vanderpump Rules fan fiction, podcast episodes, and whatever else comes to mind. Amazing. Well, thank you again for coming on. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.